particularly bad in the western basin because it it started early and ran quite long from uh, early July into early September. They were having problems with scums. So by all standards, this was quite a substantial bloom. How would you rate the efforts uh, in Lake Erie communities to monitor their systems and keep people informed and keep the water usable? The, um, uh, the communities there have been doing an extraordinary job of monitoring to um, as much to make it easier for them to do their job. Um, there is a number of moorings that they have they have put out um, so that they actually um, know quite quickly how much a bloom is right next to their intakes. Um, we, of course, uh, forecast um, where the bloom is, how much it might show up, and so the whole combination of those uh, um, works very well. Um, I think I think this year, um, I mean, they always work very hard at doing the drinking water, but this treating water is an expensive um, thing to do. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of uh, treatment that goes into um, uh, making the water safe, and it's everything they can do to make it safe without um, without going overboard is they've worked very well at. Now, of course, phosphorus uh, coming from uh, farm runoff, for example, is uh, one major contributor to the growth of algal blooms. Uh, what is being done to reduce uh, phosphorus uh, in the lake, and what uh, still needs to be done? Uh, there's several components. The uh, the immediate ones, of course, the uh, um, state of Ohio had passed some, some rules about um, uh, spreading manure fertilizer on frozen ground, which... Um, can take effect immediately and and keep that um, out of the rivers. Uh, Ohio, Michigan, and Ontario have just made an agreement this um, uh, this summer to work together on jointly reducing the phosphorus. And then there's also a U.S. and Canada joint agreement, um, the what's called the Great Lakes Water Quality um, Agreement, and um, we have identified what the phosphorus levels should be in order to have the blooms decrease or go away. And that's a, that's a big part of this. If you don't have a target to go for, it's hard to make the plans for the reductions. So now that a uh, target's been identified, um, the Department of Agriculture from the states, the um, USDA, U.S. Department of Agriculture, and and also the universities are, are going together on, on coming up with strategies to get the phosphorus to stay in the fields. Does algae ever really completely go away? Is it always there? Um, lake Erie is a is a nutrient rich lake, and so there's a lot of algae in the lake that's good algae. Um, the all that algae that feeds the the perch and walleye that, that everyone enjoys eating and 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 catching. But the blue greens, there will always be some. It's it's the issue of um, too many, and. When you have really high concentrations of phosphorus, the um, the cyanobacteria, the blue-green algae, uh, it just outgrows everything. So once we get those concentrations down, it'll be at a, a reasonable level of low risk of toxin, and we'll have a lake that's the way it should be.